0: Sea. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers and thieves. Welcome to the Boston podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple podcasts. Share it with a friend if you so desire. We appreciate that. And if you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com to get started. We take care of the whole thing for you. That's what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. You can record the thing remotely. We'll send you out a mic, or you can come to our Westwood Mass Studios. This, however, is the Boston Podcast. It's the show where we tell the stories of your city through the voices of your city. We are venturing outside of Boston today, as we do commonly, and we're going to talk about binging because if you're like me, you're to a point where you're kind of gotten to the last screen of Netflix or you've discovered everything there is to discover on Hulu. But I have somebody here who's kind of an expert in this because she is the proprietor of For My Money, what is the best Facebook group about binging? And her name is Jamie Joffey. She is here in the virtual studio. Yes. Welcome, Jamie.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm very excited.
0: My, my pleasure. The name of the Facebook group is Binge And cringe or binge or cringe?
1: It's like binge Binge, or cringe. Binge or cringe.
0: It used to have a different name, which is why I stumbled over it. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Of course, no good deed goes unpunished. So Jamie creating this Facebook group. Got into a, kind of a, a little bit of a controversy over it when it was called binge and purge. That's a teaser, and you know. But before we get there, Jamie, <laughs> t- tell people what you do in. It, I mean, I'm sure the Facebook group does take up a lot of time, but you have a real life as well. So tell us about your uh, day job, as it were.
1: My day job. Yeah. My day job is I'm a recover a publicist in recovery. Okay. Someone told me that sounds much better than it recovering does. publicist. Right now, I do events on very small, usually higher end whether it's a dinner party or you know any kind of little corporate thing Mm -hmm. but mostly private and we also do if you need us to come and dress you for your event i mean it's from a to b because my old life that was sort of what i did so Mm -hmm. that part of it we brought to our new life
0: and happily your business should be in theory picking up now or soon, anyway, right? I have uh, my sainted aunt Marge and Uncle Chris. They have a similar business here in the Boston area, and it's been a rough year. I mean, they plan these big, you know, corporate charity events and stuff. But I take it Absolutely. there's light at the end of the tunnel for you.
1: Absolutely, and it has been a ridiculously long year. And yeah. I think we've been lucky because we were really we ne- we just needed something to pivot to because people wanted something whether we would like decorate the outside of their house and it was one of those things where you didn't make money but we're spreading joy. Yes. So we're all right. Oh, that's all right. Know. That's all right. What yeah, that's What is that right on?
0: Where can people find more about your services?
1: Our website is anythingcanbedone.com. Oh, what a great... Yeah. I yeah, and if you can spell it out, but you will thank <laughs> But anything could be done.com. My partner is originally from Manhattan. She worked for people like Michael Kors You know, we just are really using the best of what we had, you know, in our big old jobs or our big old world. And we kind of melded them together. And cool. it's so nice to have a partner.
0: Cool. So we're gonna get into a lot of fun TV and movies stuff with Jamie. Jamie's prepared a list as have I of the sleepers of the binge world. In other words, we're going to give you some stuff you probably haven't seen yet that, that are all awesome. Before we get there, I, you, you decided to start this Facebook group. Was it just kind of like you thought at first it was going to be a bunch of your friends or did you know it was going to because it's a very well-traveled board? And unless there's any misunderstanding, it's just for people to recommend shows and all kinds of opinions about shows. But I've gotten so many great ideas from the board. So tell us about the origin story.
1: The origin, basically, there was a show on HBO called The Affair. I th- actually, I apologize. I think it's Showtime.
0: Okay. Yeah, of when course, I The Affair the up, with the guy from The Wire.
1: Maura Tierney.
0: Maura Tierney, right. Who's from right. Boston? Who's from great. Boston, by the way? Yes.
1: Great. I wasn't working. I closed down my business. I was freaking out because I'm like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? And I started watching the show because someone had recommended it and I got sucked in. Mm -hmm. And I believe they dropped every week, like a series. They didn't, you know, it wasn't like you could binge it. Right. Right. So I'm talking to all these people in the middle of the night, I'm like, t- you know, and I started this group and then mm. the affair was terrible. So we renamed the group.
0: You're saying the show became terrible.
1: The show like, totally sucks. So we were done. You know what I mean? Like we were like, I yeah, like, I think I remember. So I, dead.
0: so I watched it and it's, by the way, I, I cheated. I Googled it, but it's uh Dominic West, who is best known as McNulty on the wire, pretty much the main character of the wire He's the main Great character job. of the affair. And like you say, Mara Tierney plays his ex-wife. And as the title suggests, he has an affair. But it, it kind of gets into the seediness of the rich and elite in, like, the Catskills, right? Like, in the New York. Uh, the
1: Hamptons. The
0: Hamptons, sorry. The Hamptons, right. Anyway, but I, I guess in looking back, I agree with you. The last couple of seasons were, were kind of garbage. So you named it Binge and Purge. Which is it to me it sounds like a cute name because 'cause you're you
1: It was like Tanya and yeah, yeah. You, you, very, you binge
0: you, you binge by watching and then you purge, but on the group you talk about it, right?
1: Right. Right. Exactly. It was like it really was innocuous. I never even thought <laughs> yeah. that anybody would perceive it as anything else. Right. So as the group grew, we started to get I started to get these emails and messages from Facebook, like corporate we had an opportunity to be one of the groups featured in, I think, one of the award shows pre-pandemic, right. and the name became an issue, so at the end, we got flagged, so that was mm. number one. Then I started getting trolled, mm. and the site, honestly, I always say, and I, it, this is like the mantra, it's not that deep, yeah. so was it worth right. it? Right to like have all trauma. I was like unnecessary. And we changed it. And we actually originally were able to go back to it. It's just the whole thing is crazy. But you if you know what, if you don't evolve you know, if you don't evolve, you die.
0: Right? Yeah, right. So- yeah. And I think you made the right choice. And just to say it out loud, the the reason why it's potentially offensive is because of course, you know, per binge and purge can refer to someone with an, an eating disorder, which was not what you meant at all, but just like everything else on the internet, it starts with something innocent. And before you know it, there are arguably crazy people arguing and doing the internet version of having a shouting match at each other. So anyway, so all is well that ends well. Now it is binge or cringe, right? Correct. All right. So let's get, I think we should get to the list, but b- before we do, I, I have to point out that The mystery is kind of appearing is it's no longer a mystery to me why I sometimes feel like an outsider on the board, because I take it when you started it, it, was it mostly women, mostly your female friends talking about? The demo
1: actually is 75% women. Okay. 25%. And we're like 35 plus. But what's interesting is the male We're starting to get a lot more men.
0: Yeah. I've had conversations on Facebook with some of the men in the group, and it's funny, we had the same experience. A man just posted, I just noticed almost everybody here is a woman. Is that by design, or should I not be here? And it was very innocent, but the, re- the, the reason I noticed is because one of the and I hope I'm not stepping on your list here, but one of the darlings of your Facebook group is people love to talk about the a show, which I still think a lot of people haven't heard of called Kingdom. And to be clear, there's more than one show called Kingdom, but this this is a show. There's,
1: of, and there's like Animal Kingdom, you, and Kingdom, right? which, by the way, is going to be, I believe, moving over from I think it was on Amazon Prime because it's ending this. They are taking it off. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they're yep. taking off the platform. So just
0: that quiet. Right. So the show, everybody's raving about the show on your board. And so I figure I got to watch this show. So called Kingdom. It's about MMA fighters for the most part. The only person I sort of recognize from the cast. I mean, a couple of the actors look sort of vaguely familiar, but Nick Jonas is in it. He plays that. In, really? In, yes. Oh, so you don't watch it?
1: I did not watch oh it, my God. I know I know the premise. Yeah. I'll tell you why. I'll, we can talk about that later. That's okay, another, that's fine.
0: Anyway, I watched it, and it was like, okay. And But Nick Jonas is actually one of the highlights of the show. He's not bad. But I wasn't – people were raving about it on your board, like it's the next coming of The Sopranos or something. Then I noticed one of, the, I, one of the posts about the show had all positive comments. There were 37 of them. They were all female. And then I realized, not to stereotype – But there's a lot of shots of men with their shirts off in the show. (laughs) So maybe that's why, maybe that's why I didn't love it as much as most. Anyway, so, but. You know,
1: it's funny. I didn't even think about that, but that's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: And, you know, the, the, I think a couple of people on your board were joking about it. It's like, well, maybe that's why I'm not interested anyway. But, so one of the cool things about what you do is you, I feel like you're on the cutting edge of like, what should I watch next? Which is really, it's still going to be for a while on everybody's mind. So you've compiled a list. How many are on this list? I have, yes. How many do we have on this list? Well, four- we
1: can run through it. I did like four and maybe like another, probably like eight.
0: You can do, yeah, eight. that's good. I've got a list. I, my,
1: can, I can fill in with as many as you want.
0: I've you got a list of, list. I've got a list of 15 myself. Okay. And so by the end of this listeners, you may have as many as like 30 new shows, To binge and and I limited to the cream of the crop, but I, as I think you did too, Jamie, I tried to go for the sleepers, not like everyone's heard of Tiger King, everyone's heard of Ozark. You said to me uh, before we started recording. So, how should we do this? Let's go. Should we go back and forth? Let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, you get to go first. You want a drum roll? My
1: number one sleeper is Peaky Blinders.
0: Peaky Blinders
1: on Netflix.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It is basically after the Great War, despair misery, you know, nobody has any money, but then there's like a lot of hedonism because people coming back from war and they're storing bananas, like kind of what's going to happen. You know, we're going to have the Roy 20s. Right. So there's a lot of gangs. And then it, takes
0: place, it takes place in London? In or?
1: 1919 yeah. in, Britain, in Britain, London. Yep. Yeah. And it's right after the Great War. Yep.
0: Yeah. I give that one a um, thumbs up. Didn't make my list, yeah. but I do like... It is a great
1: one, and it's basically this about this one of these people who's entrenched in a gang who decides, you know, he doesn't want to do this. He can actually make a legitimate living, and it's got all that like mystery and intrigue. And there's a you know inspector that's involved, so it's kind Mm -hmm. of a it's a fun one. Yeah, and coincidentally. He, uh, do you know what peaky blinders means?
0: Yes, because for a while I was obsessed with the show. I eventually tired of it slightly, but I did look it up. But tell it has something to do with the hat that they wear, right? The
1: hat, and they put a knife in it in case they have to use it. Uh, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah,
0: and there's one scene where I don't. This not it's not strong enough to be a spoiler alert, but where you see that come into action. Yeah, they have little razor blades hidden in their scally caps and can whip it out and slice somebody. Yeah. So it's kind of like a a period piece echoes of the Sopranos a little bit because it's about gang hierarchy and the lead actor, I don't know his name and I probably won't take time to look it up, but is so yeah. Sillian Murphy is his name. He plays Thomas Shelby and so wonderfully evil and just, he fills up the screen. So that's a good one. Okay.
1: I have heard rumors and I don't know that's true that it was based on a true story
0: yeah no there were there was a group called the Peaky Blinders I think but I don't know if it's right based on yeah, yeah so I'm just yeah. you
1: know I don't know how much yeah. was creative but I, but I thought that was interesting as well
0: good one okay. um all right, wait it's my turn Jamie
1: okay sorry is
0: that all right <laughs> I didn't rank them but this probably would be by number one if forced and it's uh Fowda on Netflix and it is really produced have you seen this Jamie no
1: Yes, Yes. my husband also loved it, so I watched it too. I thought it was interesting.
0: Yeah, you you have to get used to the subtitles, but for me, it was worth it. And more, it is. It's what's the one with my so-called life chick there? Thank you. It is. It's it's yeah. It's kind of like (laughs) it's good. That 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 was a long way (laughs) to Claire Danes, right? That was a long way to go for that. (laughs) Yeah. So Homeland was a great show, and this is almost the Israeli version of it but just maybe even better. And so that's on Netflix. You should check that out if you haven't. All right, Jamie, your turn.
1: My turn. Yes. I, well, Serpent's coming up in, it's starting to come up in popularity, yep. but this actually is a drama serial mm-hmm. based on events of a guy, a serial killer who would focus on drifters and nomads and tourists and it's just a really crazy story about how it all went down there's i think about eight episodes and it's on netflix i definitely would recommend it it's crazy it reminds me some ways of like ray donovan if you saw that yep like it's got sort of i don't it's got everything
0: yeah great i've seen it it's one of those where it's not a documentary. It's a doc docu drama. So it's God, scripted sorry. with no, whatever you want to call it with, with actors. But it had me wondering the whole time, did this really happen? Because the way this scheming guy known as the serpent commits his crimes is kind of amazing. And it is a true story. It had me going to the Wikipedia page to see what happened to this guy. I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's, I love it's, it. So that's another great one. That's another great one. Um, well, you... that's
1: like the thing. Truth is stranger than fiction. Absolutely. You
0: know. Absolutely. So have you seen Alias Grace? Was that on no. Didn't no. no. All right, I stumped the the binge. Chris. Well, nothing, you know, here's the concern <laughs> I have, like you know, does Well,
1: shoot, tell me what it is. Sure, about. yeah.
0: So it's on Netflix. Alias Grace is a it's a period piece. It's based on a novel. It's a short-run series, maybe 8 episodes or something like that, and then they're done. And it takes place in like 19th century Canada. And it's just about this woman who is alleged to be a murderer and a, this charming doctor coming in to determine whether the woman is insane or not. But then it has all kinds of twists and turns and flashbacks. And it's just well done. Nobody – recognize a couple of the actors, but nobody, like, super famous. So, Alias Grace, Netflix, yeah.
1: Well, I don't – like, at this point, like, I don't even care about – isn't it interesting? Like, there's yeah. so many – things we didn't know about during the pandemic kind of been another one that oh. i love is atypical i think it's a great story it's about son of you know who's on the autistic spectrum mm-hmm. who wants to get a girlfriend and how like it changes the whole family dynamic mm-hmm. and i just is that, you know is,
0: is it funny or not necessarily funny
1: it's so everything
0: it's everything okay yeah
1: it's funny it's sad it's enlightening and educational actually because you kind of see how people deal with different things and it's also very heartwarming
0: because it's yeah i've never tried it as i talk about on this podcast all the time i have a son with autism and he's doing great but sometimes when things are too close to home i worry about them but i should check it out i should get brave you should it it's yep. funny
1: it's yep. everything it's not again it's like there's it's not like super deep it's sort of just you know there's challenges okay. along the way Sure. Highly recommend.
0: Okay. All right. I'll give you one that's kind of off the beaten path. A uh, documentary series called Losers on Netflix. You heard about that? Oh, my
1: God. I don't know if you listen to Howard Stern, but this yeah. is like
0: stump the buoy. <laughs> right, right. Like, exactly. You know, wait, so oh, I'm so psyched. Back, I, got, I got two now. Yeah. So it's called Losers. It is maybe eight episodes. It's about, it is about sports, but it's much more about that. And I tend to think that even if you're not a sports fan, you would love it. It's just very well done. It uses animation very skillfully to recreate moments, but it's basically each one is about a different loser. Someone who famously lost. Most of them are not famous. So there's one episode about this, and I'm not a soccer guy at all, but it was a compelling story that the soccer team that, that, was the you know the the heroes of this little town in outside of London and they had to win their last game in order to even stay in the league and so the whole town turns out and they're they're they've got a terrible record they're a miserable team but the town loves them and so you see this footage from the seventies about this last compelling game. And it's coming down to the last goal, whether the team's going to exist or not. And there was a somewhat of a ride. I'm not, I don't even want to spoil that one for you, but then there's it one. Does, about, Cause I was yeah. thinking
1: like, and I'm, i was looking up the name. I've watched it a few. Well, I like the Brian Cumble show and yep. like 30 of the ES is it like the ESPN for, show in some ways that th- what is 30 it? For 30, th- 30, 30, 30, or, for 30 for 30. This is
0: like those, but better. I swear. I, I'll I, check it out. I gave it you know an A plus
1: I have
0: yep. all males in the house. Yeah. So they'll dig it. But there's one about yeah, there's one about figure skating. There's one about curling. There's like these there's one about this like Iron Man style race across the desert where some guy wanders off and is and you think he's dead and amazing stuff. Losers on Netflix. I can't believe more people all don't right. know about it. All right. Your turn. That'll
1: make me feel better about
0: myself. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Um I think you don't even have to pay for this one, unless you have basic cable. It's on USA. It's mm-hmm. called Mr. Robot. Have you heard about this one?
0: Yes, have I have. Have you watched it? Yes, yes, I have. The, the great Rami yep. Malek. It's sort of what put him on the map, I think, before Bohemian Rhapsody. I
1: love it. Yep. You know, it follows this hacker who has like so, he's social has social anxiety,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he suffers from delusions and paranoia. And it, during the day, he works as a computer programmer at a security firm, right. so mm-hmm. to protect other companies from right. cy- cyber threats. Right. And what it's almost like a Robin Hood story. So he steals from the rich and gives to the poor, like at night. He's right, like a different hacker. He yeah, this
0: it. this is one from the very first episode where you know there's something cool happening because you learn he's a hacker, and so you think he's evil, and then you realize he's hacking. To punish the evil, right? And then Christian Slater pops up in the show, right?
1: Christian yeah. Slater, I feel like pops up in really random places. <laughs> yeah, he's like, right? Doesn't he? Yeah, and all-
0: and he doesn't age either. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was in the Dirty John, the, the latest Dirty John. That I don't know if you saw that.
1: Was so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, both. It both. was like
1: a lifetime movie, but yep. it wasn't a lifetime movie. Like it was reality. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, that's that not genre. on my list. But both <laughs> both seasons of Dirty John are great. I think. Okay, is it my turn? Or is it, no, that was your turn. So it's my turn. Okay, that was
1: my turn. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's see. I will throw out. Well, there are two. I'll mention two real quick, and I bet you've seen these, but both docu series, both about murders. One's called Murder on Middle Beach. And that's oh, that. Amazon set. Great, wasn't it? Yeah, Great. Yeah. And it's about... Uh, that's
1: like my favorite genre, which is kind of yep. sick. Yep. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> and and for a lot movies. of people.
1: And, yeah, yeah. I love, so my whole family's like, okay. But, <laughs> uh, but it's, you know, that's a great...
0: Yeah, this is the this is one where the, the filmmaker kind of inserts himself into the story, which he has to because he's he is basically investigating his own mom's death it was his mom right right Uh, yeah and so you see him and his dad was a suspect in the case and so you see conversations which is normal right of course right and uh, in it's just it's fascinating to see you kind of see him get emotional at times but then just the crime itself is this amazing mystery like it's uh, you spend the whole time trying to figure it out and I won't tell you whether or not they figure it out or not. You can watch it for yourself. But Murder on I'll Middle Beach, it out. and then just I've
1: already seen it as but... a as
0: a sort of companion to that. The American Murder, The Family Next Door on Netflix. I was
1: just gonna say You're that gonna that, say that was.
0: One? So what you like about that one?
1: I just you know what was so interesting. I thought it was so interesting how she they brought in her social media yes. through the actual thing and like. How about like, it was so obvious that he killed her, yeah. but the whole thing is so sick and tragic. And you really have to be a real psychopath or sociopath or whatever you are to do it. And I think I just probably ruined the documentary, but I no, don't that's think a, so.
0: No. So, well, first of all, that I was it's, told, I was told afterwards that everybody knew about that murder. I actually hadn't heard about it. It was in... I think it was in Colorado, Colorado, right? Yeah. Years ago. And I, I guess I can look up the name of the family here, but the husband by his version of the story comes home one day and finds his wife and two lovely daughters gone. And what's cool about the documentary is you see actual footage of him coming into the house with like a cop or something. Right. And him saying, oh my God, her phone's still here. What happened? And You've said it, but it, it I mean, this, okay, so f- spoiler here if you've never heard of this case before, but he did it and tried to cover it up. But the documentary is fascinating because you see all of her text, her final text before she died, and eventually the whole thing unravels on the guy. But man, that was compelling.
1: It is heartbreaking, like, you know, because you really got to know who she is through these different, you know, blocks. Yeah. And- and tax, so
0: yep. Yeah, it happened in, I cheated, I Googled it, but the name of the family was Watts. It was in 2018 in Colorado. So, but if you haven't seen that, oh my God. Yeah, riveting. Totally Indeed. good. Okay. Maybe we'll do about- I, have you ever th-
1: seen Catastrophe?
0: I started it, but I, I think. Now, is that, that the one I want to say a guy is traveling, has a fling with a woman, and she gets pregnant? Uh, am I close? No, this no? is
1: about, it's a- Sort of like an antsy rom com. It's about Mm -hmm. this couple that are just nasty and like their life and how they're constant bickering. They're just, it's like a really open, honest show. Like they're just, it's just funny. I don't know how to explain it. It's just the, there's only half hour episodes. Mm -hmm. So it, but this is almost like, you know, motherhood, family, like touching on all the things like of a life and a family. But these people
0: are nuts. Yeah, I feel like I tried it, but now you're going to you're prompting me to go back to it. I forget why I stopped, but I remember being fresh and different and very well written. Yeah. So good one. All right. Well, you gave me a comedy. I'll give you a comedy. This one might be and I don't again, don't mean to stereotype. It might be more of a guy thing. But there's a, sh- a show on Hulu called Letter Kenny, which is produced in Canada. And it's basically a bunch of sort of self-admitted, you know, hicks who sit around and crack jokes, but it is wickedly funny. And you come to know the the characters as like, there are the Hicks and then there's the hockey players in Canada. And then there are the people that are on meth. And basically everybody is in one, one of the three categories, but have you ever heard of that one, Jamie?
1: I have. And I've seen like some comments about it on the page and I'm going to check it out because that yeah. sounds hilarious.
0: It's light. It's funny, but they basically insult each other all day, but Oh my God! it's The quips come fast and furious. Hilarious. All right, let's do maybe three more each. That's all you get, okay. listeners. If you want more, we might have to have Jamie back on the show. But go ahead. Do you want
1: upcoming or do, you know? Okay, uh, sure. That'll make people excited. It okay, gets people, something to look forward to. Forward to, and this is going to be interesting. It's on Netflix. It's a science fiction movie. It's called Stowaway. Ooh. And it's about oh. these astronauts. Have you heard about this? No, yet?
0: you got me on this one.
1: It's about these astronauts who go up into space to find that someone stowed away from oh, <laughs> right, right, the right. spaceship.
0: Oh my goodness. So okay.
1: It's it's a real conundrum. <laughs> right. So right. they have to kind of feel <laughs> out what's gonna happen here. Right. And how they're gonna deal with it. It's gonna be on Netflix.
0: Netflix. All right. Okay. I will let's see, my turn. Oh, this is so exciting. All right, I'll give you a sleeper. This is on Amazon Prime. It's a short series called How To with John Wilson. You ever hear of this? I
1: started watching okay. that.
0: It's, it's light. It's this guy named John Wilson who kind of wanders around New York and just kind of starts to talk to people. And he's clearly very nerdy, but he's got this very dry sense of humor and just funny as hell. And I, I, I was bummed when it was over. He had like, it's only been like six episodes or something. That's on Amazon Prime. He, he notices things that you never would think of. Like he notices in wandering around New York that there are scaffolding everywhere. If you ever spend any time in New York and you think about it, you can't go a block without scaffolding. And so he no. gets into the reason why this beautiful city that there's scaffolding everywhere. He starts to ask questions of people, all kinds of stuff like that. So with John Wilson. All right. you right. All right. Two left, two more, Jamie. Okay.
1: Real Housewives All-Stars is coming out.
0: All right. You lost me. <laughs> That's all, the, that's all that's all the time we have on the Boston like podcast no. <laughs> no, I'm just Come kidding. On. I never got into those shows, but so so is this is a, a new one coming up or which one are you this talking is a about? a new one. I mean okay.
1: there's are- this is a new one coming up. It's, it's all stars. It's oh, okay. like Teresa. It's out, you know, from each Luan, like each train wreck basically from each season. Okay. They did leave out like Sonia, mm-hmm. but um, from New York, but it's a really good mixture of people. So if you're a housewives fan, I would definitely check that out. The only thing that blows is mm. that it's on paramount plus. Mm. So you have to buy paramount plus.
0: If you love me,
1: I think it might be on discovery plus and you are one or the other.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're like me, you people, you know, you're going to break down. You may as well just bite the bullet and buy it because they, you know, they got us in a corner here and, and, what's another nine bucks a month for quality television? But you say the all-stars, and it reminds me of, I was addicted to Survivor when it first started. I Loved it. Yeah, and do you remember when they had the all, the first all-stars version of that? Oh, they, my God.
1: Somebody, Andy Cohen just did a whole documentary, like, for real, <laughs> the history of reality TV, and they talked yeah. to all the survivors. It's great.
0: Yeah, like, I, I was so... I almost wanted to write a, a letter to. Was that on NBC? On NBC? Whatever the network. And thank. PBS, the, maybe It maybe. W- yeah, maybe you're right. But and thank. I'm like, you mean I get to watch Survivor, and it's going to be not just you know Boston Rob, but also <laughs> Amber, <laughs> and also Richard Hatch, and also Rupert the pirate looking guy. Has. Yeah,
1: is he and out of jail? It,
0: <laughs> at the time, <laughs> it, this is I think before he went to jail. But yeah, this was after like four or five seasons. I think they did this all star thing. Boston Rob, what was the winner? I think no, or either him or Amber, either him or Amber. Anyway, so all right, Housewives All Star Edition. All right, the f- one
1: more, one more reality show, please.
0: Okay, do it.
1: Do it for your fans. One that not everybody has watched, but I love is Below Deck, and that's mm. also on Bravo. It's about a bunch of like super hot, like thirty. 30- <laughs> year olds, maybe late twenties that work on these luxury yachts. So it's, you know, it's the crew and everything hell, and it's just like a complete like mess all the time. Mm -hmm. And also the difficulty of, you know, obviously working on a yacht, but the thing that I thought was the most, it's so beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. So even if you, it's just funny, it's amusing. And it also gives you a look in the life of people who are like crazy wealthy and like, on a super
0: yacht. I will check that out. That sounds good. I mean, the reality shows are good when they're when they're sort of self-parodying. You know, when you can laugh and go, "Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening." I just saw a documentary about didn't make my list, but it was about the most luxurious hotel in Dubai, and it was just fascinating how you saw these people who are. It's interesting because they have really great jobs, but they have to kiss ass to the, the wealthy, you know, constantly. Coming no, to it's the customer hotel. service yeah, all
1: day long, you know, exactly. really.
0: So... Before you go, uh, Jamie, maybe we'll. Do you still have like a bunch on your list that you didn't get to? Because we could do a lightning. I
1: can like give a couple that I didn't get to. Yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll
0: I'll do my lightning round and then do yours. Yeah, yours like a lot. Now I feel even more. Te- I feel
1: like you should email me, and I feel like if I had a podcast, you would be on my podcast. <laughs> To well, talk about what you were watching.
0: Absolutely, yeah. We could just keep going. I mean, you know. I
1: just know. need a podcast. I think you, know you do. You know where you can get one.
0: I, that's, see? I do. I know where I can
1: get Thank one. you
0: for the plug for pod617.com. <laughs> but since I took the time to compile this list, people, here are others that have gotten my thumbs up sir, during the pandemic. Our Boys on HBO documentary about kind of a, the real-life version of Fatah, which I mentioned earlier, the it, Israeli-Palestinian conflict fascinating story to the lake on Netflix it's it's fiction it's just one season I think there'll be another one it's produced in Russia and it's about a virus that breaks out this was created before the pandemic but just um, masterfully shot and written wentworth prison I bet you watch that one Jamie wentworth. Wamworth was terrific. Yeah, very good. Still on. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got tired after a while, but the first. I did too. The That's fir- what I like. Yeah. Sort of.
1: Eventually, like checked
0: out. Yeah, first three seasons were great. It's basically like Orange is the New- Orange is the New Black, not mm-hmm. quite as funny and set in Australia, but female prison. Um,
1: it's a little scary, actually.
0: It is. Yeah, it gets. It does get dark I lost, at times. Like Oz and
1: those shows. Oh. Yeah.
0: But- yeah, Oz, maybe it's a better comparison, Oz, female version of Oz in Australia. Last, uh, Last Chance You on Netflix, which is just an amazing multi season documentary on athletes that find themselves playing for junior college football teams and them trying to sort of get their lives back together. And uh, that's a great one. Maybe you have to be a, a football fan for that. Uh, go- well, see, that's
1: the thing. I yeah. feel like you need to share more
0: on, on, your, the site on your group because yes. I
1: think that's important. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm not done with my lightning round yet. Jamie warned me that she was gonna talk a lot. She's a former publicist. Um <laughs> yeah, okay. God, Godless on Netflix. You see that one? Godless? Nope. No, good. It's a good single season. Uh Jeff Daniels stars. It's it's a Western and it's but it's just it's just very well done. I'm not necessarily a Western guy. Snowfall on Hulu, which is you heard of that one? Snowfall? I
1: feel like I yes.
0: So it... It's create it was created by the late John Singleton, who did Boys in the Hood, and it's kind of like Boys in the Hood meets Boogie Nights meets like The Americans. Ooh, maybe it's, I would like yeah, that. Yeah, it's you would love it. It's set in the eighties. It's about the, the drug trade, and you have characters who are both cops and DEA agents, and the kids on the streets in East LA or wherever they are. and yeah you know what that's enough (laughs) i'll say
1: there was i think it was little steven and there was a show about how he had to go i don't know if it was like somewhere like oslo or something to hide out from the mafia like a relocation program and i'll remember the name of the show you're
0: talking about you're talking about stevie van zandt yeah and but real life or he's he's portraying somebody
1: no, it's a movie um, yep. or a TV show about him having to hide out. I think it might be even Sweden somewhere. Oh, okay. Where to hide from the mafia? Oh, it's called uh, Witness Lillehammer.
0: Lillehammer? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I never saw Is that. Is That
1: little Steven. That's what yeah. I'm trying to figure out. I the Concrete Cowboy, which just came out. Good. It's a movie. It's with Iris. Elba. And right. it's actually close to home because it's in Philadelphia. And I used to see these guys. It's a bunch of um, black horsemen. Mm-hmm. And really I see, thought was yeah, so interesting. Yeah. Is like I used to see these people, you know, there was like this rebellion teen who would like actually start to ride with them. Yeah. So I used to see them coming through Fairmount Park. So it was crazy.
0: That's like so because funny. That story. Because when you watch that movie, I, I, for some reason, I'm two thirds of the way through that movie. I have to go back and finish it. It's very good. But it's so weird because it's like the real down and dirty part of Philly. And then you go a couple blocks over and there's this working ranch with the uh, horses. And and I was like, could this really happen in real life? And apparently, yes, it actually did. So It did. Yeah.
1: Which yeah. is so cool. Right?
0: Right. All right. You want one more?
1: Yeah, I'm going to give you one more, but you tell me one more in the interim quickly because I just want to make sure I'm getting the name right for your listeners.
0: Okay, here's my fun. Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. Haven't checked it out yet.
1: This is about a girl who is sort of just in life, is just not popular, Mm -hmm. and it takes place over three summers in the 90s. Where when this girl, this other girl who's like the queen goes missing mm-hmm. and this other girl kind of transforms from being like an outlier. And it's a really good story because this girl is so evil and the flashbacks are fun. I personally was not I was sort of raised in the 90s, but not really. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of fun to go back and look at the the few years of, you know, that's fun too in music. Yep.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Cruel Summer is the Banana song, which I think came out in the '80s, but it might have been exactly. '90s. Exactly. Yeah. I
1: hated that song. Guys. Yeah. I'm not a Banana
0: fan. <laughs> no, I didn't like. <laughs> I didn't like all. that so much either. Anyway, well, we're up against the clock here, but Jamie Joffe, you've been just awesome, simply awesome. I feel like get out. Well, I mean. You know, all good things must come to an end. You know? know, this was great. It was a lot more binge than cringe. I assure you, that's the name of the Facebook group. Binge or cringe, the brainchild of Jamie Joffrey. So it's open to anybody, right? I mean, you can join, you can apply. For, totally. What yeah.
1: usually happens is people ask to be invited because I want them to read the rules. Right. But you, if you get invited, you're pretty much automatic. Unless you're a bot, Right. We, we're not that discerning.
0: All right, to to our robot listeners out there, don't bother. But to everyone else, right. binge or cringe on Facebook. You're awesome, Jamie. You're such a good sport, and I hope you had fun. Fun? Yes? I, this was totally fun. Keep binging. I will. We have to, folks. But now you've got your work cut out for you people. Go start binging. On behalf of Jamie, binge or cringe, my name is Dave. Boston Podcast Network is where you go if you want your own podcast, pod 617 617- Dot com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And on behalf of Jamie, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. See you later, everybody. Enjoy some TV.